section ten of the rover volume one number twenty five this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the rover volume one number twenty five edited by seba smith and lawrence labrie section ten letters from town to country messieurs editors i assure you it is the voice of nature which has prompted these letters and as power said here is the only voice which never told a lie and truth is never out of place when not too prosaic i am aware that you literary men look with a jealous eye upon the productions of nameless ones but should you make an exception in my behalf and accept the within and open the door of, to a humble lodger i should be very happy to continue a permanent boarder and aid you in providing good entertainment i pray you however do not visit the sins of the father upon his offspring although it be not a sinless child i am unknown to you although somewhat familiar with other quarters this you may think egotism but i think the work of the brain should be treated in the same way as that of the hands to wit if good use it however if you kick me out i shall as in duty bound to my superiors kiss the rod and remain your obedient servant j matter of fact p s when my grey goose canters i know not where to stop so your printers can put a colon etc as well as you if you please a long period to my effusions j m o f my dear colonel let me open the window august is hot to-day and beside the people are returning from church i must watch them for after three months seclusion in the country one naturally returns to bustle and activity a glass of soda-water has given me relief it is a great thing for authors to be warmed with their subject but to be subjected themselves to other heat neutralizes all the good effects of the former i strolled down broadway last evening it was quite full the late rains have given the residents at the springs too much water and the boats down are as much crowded as those were who headed up some months ago for the past two or three weeks the milliners and apprentices have held possession of the promenade now they are leaving for the bowery truly we are republicans have we not a dollar side to our streets and a sixpenny also do we not rather roast upon the former than be seen loitering in the shade upon the latter strange that notoriety and obscurity should be only one step from each other i wish you to visit gotham before the ice-cream season is past there is a delightful reminiscence of moorish times to be found just opposite the site of the old log cabin it is called the alhambra 
floor of marble immense canopy of blue fountain in the centre etc etc but you must see for yourself it is one of the things which keep new york from being forgotten during the reign of the dog star i stepped in the aforesaid moorish pavilion the other evening and while discussing the merits of a roman heard the following conversation gent number one to gent number two will you sir please lift your chair from this lady's dress gent number two affecting not to hear request repeated and this time answered gent number one growling in a sotto voce they say this is a remnant of moorish times i find nothing but boorish manners there is every prospect of a splendid theatrical season simpson and europe is securing several stars among whom macready is mentioned in anticipation of so distinguished an arrival the princely owners of the park have been repairing and refitting lord knows it needed it for while the arts flourished within they languished without and the lamp-post seemed running a race with the front wall as to which would be in ruins first the amount is they have both lost lost the bet but gained fresh looks after all mitchell is the man for me while the legitimate drama is moonstruck by the stars we may as well have the best and most unique of the illegitimate which can be furnished and mitchell is the best furnishing undertaker in that line you as well as i have enjoyed ample proofs of his mirth-moving propensities and there is no need of expatiating farther upon that score how get you on with your gardening operations faith if you had any weeds left for future battle the last rain has drowned them all what an ignominious fate they met if such be the case drowned in the stocks nor left to float with the current how too is our little squirrel which i left you playing with at my last visit take good care of him i shot the mother and would have ended his career but he seemed to throw such a look of compassion upon me that i was compelled to forbear and so we reared him don't let him get into bad company keep him from the enticements of that pussy lucy long and the allurements of your pointer cupid he is too young depend upon it to suffer by the dart of the god give him a plentiful supply of nuts as they fall for he must not suffer in his confinement nutting is a pleasant task to any one i found it much more agreeable than eating the fruit as gathered by foreign hands he however may think differently and it is all the same whether you eat them or the squirrel except as the schoolboy says you will have a dyspepsia thereafter the cool weather will soon lay an embargo upon your boating excursions never mind the memory of the past will supply their place think of dear amy lee not the virtuous young market woman whose father went to his country seat at sing sing as mitchell hath it who always accompanied us upon the hudson think that you are still seated in the stern one hand grasping the rudder the other the tender white hand which proved a much better helm think too that i am seated rowing for your pleasure so far distant from the scene of your operations that i shall fail to mark the tender pressure and the sigh low-breathed and the soft love whisper ah 
my dear colonel you were dreadfully mistaken when you thought there were no listeners sly dog as you were your waterman had better ears than cupid your pointer and heard every word never mind we are old friends and the secrets shall lie buried within the river which gave birth to them and it was that which gave them birth had there been no moon to ride in silver car over the rippling hudson no frowning palisades to inspire the romantic your bachelor timidity would never have found relief put that in your pipe and smoke it the whole letter if you will don't smoke me however at least until we have met once more as rovers at another issue ever yours jacob matter of fact loafer's lodge number august twentieth eighteen forty three end of section ten end of the rover volume one number twenty five edited by seba smith and lawrence labrie